Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Today it's book club and I'll be giving my commentary on the second half of chapter seven on Christine from the Browns memoir, Becoming Sister Wives. I want to encourage everyone to check out Christine's cooking show, Cooking with Just Christine, on TLC's website or Instagram page. If we are going to discuss Christine, the least we can do is show her some support. If her online episodes get enough interest, maybe it could turn into something more for Christine, and I would really love to see Christine succeed doing something she loves. So, if you like, check it out. Now, on to the show. We last ended book club with Christine saying that she and Cody both knew if disaster should strike, they would look into each other's eyes, hold each other, and tell each other they were glad for every second they spent together. Right. Kotex couldn't even go to his daughter's major surgery to support his daughter or his wife through his daughter's rehabilitation and healing. He showed not one shred of support. Did Cody encourage Isabel as she was recovering in the hospital and reaching her milestone of walking to the map wall? Did he stay up with Isabel at night to keep her med schedule so Christine could rest? What the fuck did Cody do? I'd like to know. Viewers would like to know too. We know what he didn't do, and he definitely didn't cling to Christine and look in her eyes and hold her. In fact, he wouldn't even touch her. We know from last episode's rewatch, he doesn't even hold Christine's hand. And we know from the end of last season, he refused to have sex with her until maybe she changed the way she behaved with Sabin. And if she improved, maybe then... Cody would be willing to discuss intimacy with Christine because Cody wanted to use intimacy as a bargaining chip, averaging intimacy as a way to modify Christine's behavior with Robin and to get Christine's behavior to Robin's liking, it seems. Does a husband use sex and withholding sex and ability to give his wife love and affection as a manipulative tool? Is that a husband who loves unconditionally, who cares about his marriage and his wife? Christine recounts that for many years, she felt their lives were perfect. She loved being a part of the Brown family. She loved homeschooling the kids and being a caregiver. She loved her role in the family, taking care of the household. She got all the benefits she expected from plural marriage. Growing up, Christine got a lot of support from her other moms. So the idea of raising many kids together was exactly what Christine had in mind when she accepted to live the principle. For over 10 years, Christine had two best friends to rear a houseful of kids with. Christine enjoyed running the household. She loved being a stay-at-home mom. She loved cooking and cleaning. She had a garden. She loved canning. Because Mary and Janelle worked, if Cody had a problem or something he needed to be done, Christine was the wife who took care of it. Christine took great pride in being there for everyone all of the time. She made sure family functions were perfect, that the food and the house were always perfect. She felt she needed to create the ideal environment for the perfect family. I want to point out that Christine was raised in the lifestyle And we know from the FLDS study I covered on Angel Park by Professor Yankowiak that the ideal of the faith is harmonious family love, the perfect family harmony. That's what God wants. That's what the lifestyle is supposed to be about, prioritizing the family over the self. So Christine wanting to raise the kids and her focus of the home and everything being perfect in the house, the food, the family functions, that was probably ingrained in Christine from her faith and her childhood. On top of all of Christine's responsibilities in the household and all the caregiving she did, she also worked part-time at their church school. She also joined the board of the Sunday school and she taught Sunday school. Also, she became an academic advisor. 
She says the church and home are the most important places in their lives, so she needed them to be perfect too. Christine has an emphasis on perfection. Is that about the principles instilled from her faith and what is ideal and expected? Or is it about the fear that Christine didn't want her family to go through what her family went through with the divorce of her parents? And that maybe Christine saw perfection at all times as the antidote to that possibility? Or is it both? I think Christine genuinely loved her family and she wanted everyone to have the perfect environments to thrive in. And it's part of her nurturing nature. I think her culture also contributes to this emphasis on perfection for the family. And maybe she felt if things were perfect, it would mean everything would go perfectly as well. There wouldn't be the outcome she experienced with her parents' divorce in the past. One day, Christine realized she was overwhelmed. She was stressed by all she had taken on. She could no longer give 100% effort to everything she did. She was stretched thin. And she began to let everything slip, although she didn't intend to. At this time, Cody and Christine decided to have another baby. I wonder if Christine decided to have another baby at her most stressed point to try and renew her relationship with Cody. We know Cody's pattern and he is very engaged and invested in his marriages and with his wives when they have babies. Cody loves the babies in the family and kids when they are young and when they adore him. But as his kids age, Cody seems to lose interest. And also Peyton, Cody's son, Des mentioned this in one interview he gave, that as the kids get older, Cody loses interest in them. So Christine probably knew that a baby would keep Cody invested and engaged. That's probably why, at her most stressful point, she decided to try for a baby with him. I also wonder if this was the time when she went to Cody and she asked for help and she voiced how overwhelmed she was. And Cody told her she could not have any help. He couldn't help her. She signed up for this and she needed to hold up her end of the agreement. Christine was able to work and run the house and raise all the kids and homeschool them as Janelle was at work and Mary worked. Christine asked for help. She realized she needed help and the rational thing to do is to ask for it. And Cody said, no way. But I want to point out that Robin has three kids, 18 and older, still at home, and she has Cody there most of the time. And she has two now elementary school and older aged kids. And she gets a nanny to help with five adults there. I know Dayton has special needs, but he is incredibly intelligent. He's intelligent enough to attend college, and he's definitely capable to live a normal life. I know the nanny isn't there for him. And I know that he's capable to watch the kids along with the four other adults in the house that are around. But Robin gets a nanny. Christine was doing much more than what Robin has to do. And she was shit out of luck when she asked Cody for help. Christine realized around the time she decided to have another baby that she could stop holding everything together. And she could just focus on being the best mom possible. She says her kids are the most important thing in her life, and she wouldn't be comfortable if she wasn't completely there for them. And that's the thing I admire most in Christine. She puts the kids first, she puts her job as a mom first, and she does it 100% and unconditionally, with not a shred of woe is me or resentment. Not all moms do that, and it's something to definitely admire. Christine gave up all non-maternal duties during her pregnancy. She stopped teaching and she told the family she was stressed and she needed to take time off from everything and just be a mom. 15 years, she devoted herself to preserving everyone else's happiness. Now she needed to restore her own happiness. There was another factor that led to the drastic reconfiguration of Christine's place in the household. Christine had a crushing argument with Mary 
that left her devastated. Christine writes of this, For a while, I'd been feeling that she was too tough on my kids. While I understand that all children need discipline, I often felt that she went too far when it came to my children. It seemed to me that she was taking her frustrations out on my kids in particular. As a result of this, many of them were wary of her and were afraid to cross her accidentally. I let the situation go on for too long, and I let my emotions well up. Instead of talking to Mary calmly and explaining what I'd observed her doing and how she might fix her behavior, I exploded. I yelled and screamed and told her to stop talking to my kids and to stop interfering in their lives. Since I'm afraid of confrontation, I always allow stuff to build up till it's too late. So instead of trying to work it out with Mary, I just shut her out. This argument shattered my world and made me realize that I have always had superficial relationships with people. I've always tried to ignore problems by putting on a brave face and keeping people at a distance. This fight made me realize that I'd never honestly opened up to Mary and Janelle, but had forged our friendships out of a need to cement the sister-wife ideal I'd envisioned. In my opinion, Mary can be very overbearing at times, and I don't know if this is her personality issues where she feels she has to be in control and get her way or people might take advantage, or if this is a hierarchy thing within polygamy since Mary was the first legal wife. Now, of course, Robin is legal wife, and even before this, I think Robin's opinion holds the most weight with Cody, of course, and she would love if the wives would give her that status in the family, but no one will. Janelle says she will think about getting closer to Robin. Cody tried to force Christine to be friendlier to Robin, and out of desperation, he thought removing sex might force that change. But Christine left Cody. That was the straw that broke the camel's back, among many other things. The only person who likes Robin, other than Cody and her kids, beyond just tolerating her, is Mary, in my opinion. I think Mary felt as first wife because she was the catalyst in bringing the women on, They owed her and she was above them on the totem pole and things would be her way since she allowed these women into her family and her marriage. And that all began with her and Cody as the first two. So she felt she deserved and was entitled to the upper hand, perhaps. Mary doesn't seem like a patient person. She seems easily aggravated. We know she did not want the kids going through her apartment in the big house to access Christine's area from the inside because of her white furniture and privacy concerns. So Mary made all the kids and adults walk through the outside, up and down stairs, and walking across the yard through the outside each time, even in the cold of winter, to access Christine's basement unit. Christine's kids felt like they had to walk on eggshells around Mary. She was tough on them and too heavy-handed with the discipline. And Christine felt it was geared specifically towards her kids. I know what it's like to feel you have to walk on eggshells as a child because of a parent's mood or what it could result in. It's not a good feeling. It's toxic. It creates fear and anxiety and stress on the child, not to mention the negative vibes in the environment. When the people who are supposed to protect you could potentially be on the edge of a blow up depending on their mood. And for a kid to have to walk on eggshells, that's really, it's not a good vibe and it's not a good feeling. So I don't blame Christine for being a little pissed. I'm sure that Christine probably shut her mouth for as long as she could because she didn't want to create a conflict with Mary. Mary can be intimidating. She probably gets defensive the second you say one word to her that is just barely constructive criticism. She gets defensive probably. She probably feels attacked 
with any slight criticism, and then it creates more toxicity and more issues. So Christine probably didn't feel safe to mention it, and so she shoved it down, and one day she went off when Mary really crossed the line probably, and that's understandable in my opinion. She would ignore Mary, that's understandable, because dealing with people in that mode when they're like that is just toxic, and then it makes you toxic too. Christine realized to create these ideal sister-wives relationships that are just like sisters that she had to be very superficial and ignore issues to make it the fairy tale she imagined in her mind and to have peaceful, harmonious family environment. And it probably really disappointed Christine because she felt that the relationships were much deeper than that and then she found out that they weren't. They were just flat relationships. She found out she didn't really know Mary and Janelle, not deeply, and if you can't go to a person with your problems and feel safe to have an adult, mature conversation with good communication, it will always be a surface relationship. It will never be a sisterhood because you cannot be real. And the only reason you have that sisterhood is because you're not being real and you're not handling the issues. I also want to point out the unspoken hierarchy. That Mary was the first wife. She was the legal wife. She was the one who brought women in initially. And she was also the one who would prime the other wives for a potential new addition. Like with Robin, when she had that secret with Cody about Robin. And she would say things like she thinks it's time for another wife to Janelle and Christine just to prep them for this. So Mary felt in some way that she was HBIC in charge of managing the other wives in a sense. Christine was living in the basement, and in polygamy, there is the term basement wife, for the wife lowest in the pecking order. Christine expressed last season that not only did she live in the basement literally, but she felt like the basement wife. If a wife lower in the hierarchy has an issue with a wife who is higher up, their voices probably don't matter equally within the dynamic or as much as the person higher up on the totem pole. Of course, in an ideal world, every wife's voice should matter equally. But it doesn't work that way. When you add the layer of the hierarchy of the basement wife confronting the legal wife, the first wife, the HBIC, it makes it more difficult to have open and honest communication because it probably doesn't feel like two people as equals having an adult conversation. After the fight, Mary and Christine stayed out of each other's way. They avoided each other completely. They didn't hang out anymore. When family events brought them together, they were never rude or hostile. They remained cordial, but there was no warmth there any longer between them. And to this day, or at the time of writing this book, they are still working on getting closer. Christine says it's a slow process of them feeling comfortable to be open and honest with each other. They both had to learn to immediately address any issues or anything they are offended by with each other without letting it brew over time. They still don't have the close relationship they once did. After the fight with Mary, Christine realized the only people she would ever let in were her mother and Cody. Her mother broke her heart when she divorced her father and left the faith. A year after the argument with Mary, they met Robin. Christine welcomed Robin into the family, but it shook Christine's foundation and it left Christine unsure of whether she could trust Cody's commitment to their marriage. The four of them, Cody, Christine, Janelle, and Mary, had been an almost perfect family unit for nearly 16 years. In that time, they had only minor discussions of potential courtships, but nothing ever came of it. Christine was used to being the last wife, and she loved being the last wife. And of course, we know even before she married into polygamy, when she decided she would accept the principle, she decided she always wanted to be third wife, hoping to be the last wife. Christine says she and Cody had a tremendous relationship. He was her closest friend and confidant. Because she, Mary, and Christine served different functions in Cody's life, she was never jealous of Cody's relationships with her sister wives. 
Christine's fights with her sister wives were never about Cody. And Cody had great relationships at this time with Mary and Janelle, according to Christine. Christine knew what she offered the family and that it was different than what any other wife contributed to the family. She was secure and at peace with her marriage and her importance in Cody's world. Jealousy had never been a part of Christine's life. But when Robin entered the picture, that changed. Here's the thing. With polygamy, when there are many women and one husband, the wives constantly have to battle with their emotions. The jealousy, the envy, the competition, insecurity, the hierarchy, and on and on. The woman's main purpose is having kids and the family. And the wife's whole world is centered around the husband and what keeps them going and puts gas in their tank. In that situation of sharing their husband with many different women, the drug they chase to feel stable and secure is that time they get with their husband, their time in the rotation. And their world is an upheaval. They feel stressed or jealous, and then it's their night and they get some time and attention and they feel better for the cycle to perpetually continue. In monogamy, women still get jealous if their husband flirts a little or stares at the waitress's ass, whatever, but it's not all the time. It's not constant. And in a good marriage and relationship, it's definitely not a constant battle with these emotions. There isn't constant jealousy, even when the relationships are not in a good place. In polygamy, it's constant all the time. So the wife's whole stability and incentive to go on in this are those little crumbs they get from their husband. It keeps them going. It keeps them motivated. The wives need it to keep going, to feel all as well. Christine says she felt secure and at peace with her importance in Cody's world. Her feeling important to her husband among the other wives kept her going. In monogamy, you always feel important to your husband. Your importance doesn't change based on the state of your relationship or if you just had a fight, knowing your husband has other wives he might dote on more if you and your husband are on the outs. Then that wife with the better relationship at the moment gets to feel more important, like they matter more because the husband will spend more time or more effort or put in more investment. In monogamy, you don't have that, and the jealousy you deal with is nothing like the extent of polygamy, in my opinion. You always know in monogamy you have the same importance to your husband. You matter the same even when you fight. Your husband doesn't have other wives to focus on when you fight. You always have your husband. You don't wait for your nights in the rotation to get the crumbs of attention in order to feel secure and stable and connected with your husband and to feel like you matter and like the marriage is good. You always feel important with monogamy. Growing up polygamous, Christine watched other women go through the experience of getting new sister wives. She didn't understand their jealous reactions. Whenever the wives would complain about the upheaval caused by a new wife, Christine wanted to tell them they were just being a baby about it or that jealousy was a choice. They were choosing to be jealous and they needed to get over themselves. Christine didn't realize how hard it could be until Robin. Christine feels she owes Robin an apology. She feels she betrayed Robin. Before Cody and Robin courted, Christine was enthusiastic about Robin and she wanted Robin to love their family and to love her. Christine went out of her way to show Robin the family's best side. The first time Robin came over, Christine made sure to have a big meal ready. She put lots of effort into welcoming Robin with open arms. She wanted Robin to fall for the family. But when Cody and Robin married, Christine was no longer the sweet person Robin first met. Christine couldn't be the loving sister wife she promised to Robin, and she felt guilty for offering something to Robin she couldn't provide. 
Christine felt she lied to Robin and it wasn't through any fault of Robin's. It was because of her own problems. But generously, Robin forgave Christine for this. Now, in my opinion, I don't think Robin gives a fuck about her sister wives. She made clear, even in the book, her priority was her husband and her marriage and her romantic relationship. Sister wives weren't her priority in living polygamy. Cody and Robin's courtship came at a time of a lot of personal upheaval for Christine. Christine was pregnant with Truly, and the Browns began filming Sister Wives. The courtship and marriage to Robin rocked Christine. We know around the time of filming that behind closed doors, Christine told Cody she hated the lifestyle, and he was angry with Christine and dismissive of her. Christine suffered from severe postpartum depression after she had Truly. She didn't expect to feel such a deep sense of loss and such crippling jealousy. Christine says she thought she was better than that. It doesn't make you less than or weak because you suffer from postpartum depression or depression or feelings of loss or jealousy, especially in the situation Christine is in. I think that it's interesting that Christine writes she thought she was better than that. It's as if she's saying... She thought she was better than to feel that, than to be so weak, as if it's a weakness to feel the way she felt. I wonder if because in the faith and the lifestyle, the goal is to overcome these natural human emotions of jealousy, insecurity, etc., that are viewed as human weaknesses that you must overcome to become the best person possible, the best version of yourself, and that that's what God wants If Christine views her struggles as something she thought she was better than, because if you struggle, you aren't doing what God wants in overcoming your weakness. It doesn't make a person less than or weak to feel as she felt. I don't believe that it's a weakness and that you are only your best if you overcome it. But maybe Christine worded it that way because she thought she was better than that, as if experiencing those things is a weakness or a deficit or a frailty or a defect that's inside her that she thought she was better than or above. I think that Christine's way of thinking is from the faith indoctrination that she felt maybe she wasn't good enough or trying hard enough or being her best because she was allowing herself to experience these natural human emotions and struggles. That's sad because maybe she felt she was inept or she had a deficit because of her faith and because God doesn't want you to have these weaknesses, you also feel you are letting God down too, like there's some inherent lack within you. So these struggles become more magnified in the faith, I feel. Christine says the strangest thing is she had a stronger testimony that Robin should have been in the family than she did herself about whether she should marry Cody. Christine says she was certain that marrying Robin was the right thing for Cody to do. She knew Cody and Robin deserved each other. Christine writes, Despite my testimony that Cody courting Robin was the right thing to do, I could not curtail my own insecurity that Cody was abandoning me for someone else. The undeniable fact about our lifestyle is that no matter how strongly committed to it you are and how much you long for sister wives, it is difficult to keep your petty jealousies in check. It was apparent that Cody and Robin shared a destiny, but I couldn't help but feel that this might marginalize my place in Cody's life. Christine continues, If Robin had been a lesser woman, not as emotionally and spiritually intelligent, not as strong or as generous, I might not have been threatened by her. As ungenerous as it is to say, I could have, at least in part, disregarded her. But Cody didn't deserve a lesser woman, and I never would have allowed him to marry someone who wasn't as wonderful as Robin. First of all, 
I do not think Christine really felt this strong spiritual testimony about Robin. Let's not forget, on the show, Christine adamantly voiced her concerns. She said she feared Cody was replacing his family with Robin and her kids, among other things. And I will touch on what she said a little later in this episode, but I do want to point out that everything Christine feared came to fruition in reality. She would cry during the courtship and tell Cody she didn't want him to leave for extended weekend trips to see Robin while she was pregnant with Truly. Christine wasn't sure that it was right, and she brought up her concerns on the show. And all of these concerns that Christine had were right on the money. We also know that Cody told Christine and Janelle at the last possible minute about Robin, and Mary insisted she had a spiritual drive to include Robin in the family. And Cody, of course, had his generic, typical spiritual testimony from God about Robin. And Mary and Cody kept the secret about Robin for a time. And after the ball was rolling, then they at the last minute told Christine and Janelle. And Christine and Janelle couldn't go against what was already in progress unless they wanted to probably separate from the family. They can't really argue with Mary's spiritual drive or Cody's testimony from God unless they wanted to leave the family. They couldn't say they weren't sure or no, I can't do this. Would Cody slow the courtship or pump the brakes completely should Christine or Janelle say no or object? Of course, also, it's groupthink and everyone drank the Kool-Aid and they claim they felt the testimony. But the way they discuss their misgivings about the courtship say otherwise. Christine admits jealousy is inherent within the lifestyle. She says she never would have allowed Cody to marry a woman who wasn't as wonderful as Robin. If Christine said, Cody, I don't allow you, I don't approve, would that have mattered to Cody? Also, is Robin emotionally intelligent? Maybe she can predict how to give lip service to the wives to string them along and she can guide Cody on how he should manage his wives, just like she did in episode 2 of season 16. She bitterly advised Cody not to focus on the sister wives saying no to Utah with Christine. She advised Cody to reframe it as if she knows best and she uses her emotional intelligence her ability to read people, her empath abilities that she touts, which are utter bullshit, to manipulate things to her liking. Oh, is she really this wonderful, spiritually and emotional intelligent woman? Or is she a selfish master manipulator? To me, she will always be the nut who hears phantom I love yous talking to her alter ego Shira in her head the woman who claims she has visions of her children before she's even birthed them when they're cooking in her belly. She seems incredibly anxious and emotional and paranoid and also manipulative as fuck. She's a very selfish, calculating woman, in my opinion, who feigns humility and feels entitled. I wouldn't classify Robin as generous necessarily or emotionally intelligent, or very spiritual. Christine is very apologetic to Robin, yet Robin doesn't extend the same grace to Christine. During the tell-all last season, Goblin blamed Christine for not trying as hard as she did in her first failed marriage. She blamed Christine for not trying hard enough, for not putting in the effort to make her marriage work, when Christine tried for nearly three decades to make her marriage to Kotex work. Wasn't Robin's place to say the things she said, in my opinion. He also threw Christine and Janelle's kids under the bus for blaming her for the COVID mandates and Cody's behavior during the pandemic. And she also claimed 
the wives were poisoning their nearly adult children's minds against her as if they can't see what's going on and use their very intelligent minds to form their own opinions of Robin. She didn't sound emotionally or spiritually intelligent to me. She seemed angry, bitter, toxic, and resentful, all because Christine leaving the family didn't line up with the picture she envisioned in her mind of what the family would be. And now that it affects Robin's dream not becoming a reality, now she's pissed because it's not going to manifest and she already made the fucking vision board. Robin didn't seem too concerned with Christine's well-being or her happiness or fulfillment in life. She was more pissed that the family won't be the way she imagined it would be now that Christine was going to get what she deserved in life. During Cody and Robin's courtship, it was evident to Christine how perfect they were for each other and how in love they were. Christine felt abandoned by her best friend, Cody. And once more, she felt as if she lost her identity. See how in the polygamous lifestyle, the wife's whole identity and security and fulfillment is based on the few crumbs they get from their husband? Christine didn't see herself as Cody's wife. She felt inconsequential and pushed to the side. Christine writes, It's a horrible feeling when you let someone in. Allow him to become the most important person in your world, and then he replaces you. When this happened, I began to demand more of Cody, which was hard for him. He had started courting Robin, so he had less to give me. Or at least that's what it felt like. Nevertheless, despite my own hurt, I have to hand it to Cody. When it comes to bringing in other wives and making everyone feel safe and secure with the transition, he has done a superb job. She continues, During Cody's courtship of and marriage to Robin, I felt that I needed more from him than he was giving me. He couldn't love me enough or spend enough time with me. Nothing he did satisfied me. I was so panicked about being neglected that I wanted more, more, more. I nagged and nitpicked. I felt it was his responsibility to do all the heavy lifting in our relationship. I have to admit that during that period, I wasn't a lot of fun to be around. Eventually, Cody had enough. I was venting to him about some way in which I felt I was being shortchanged. And he just looked at me and said, I just want my friend back. I need you. I miss you and I want you back. There were tears in his eyes. When I realized he wasn't saying it to be hurtful, which, by the way, was totally stupid to think, I began to change and to take the advice I'd so blithely given other women living plural marriage. In my opinion, the thing that keeps the woman going, despite the struggle, is the attention they get from their husband during their time in the rotation. It's like a drug they need to go on. It keeps them feeling in some way that they matter. And the women make the husband the son that they revolve around. Christine was the favorite and she probably got the most from Cody. She was the third wife, the newest wife for a very long time. And she felt like Cody's best friend and Cody certainly was her best friend. When Cody needed something, Christine would handle it since Mary and Janelle worked. So Cody probably made Christine the favorite for a long while. And then Robin became Cody's favorite and he was head over heels and pussy whipped and he was so excited he just couldn't hide it. He gushed openly as did Robin because they're both insensitive pricks in my opinion and very selfish humans. Christine felt she was getting less. She mattered less to Cody when Robin entered the picture and she needed to feel She mattered to Cody to keep her going, to keep the struggles with polygamy and the emotions she constantly cycles through at bay. 
and Cody gave her less crumbs, less of the drug that makes everything all okay till the next hit, till the next night in the rotation. But Cody gave Christine less and he gave Robin more. So Christine asked for more and Cody couldn't do it. Now, this is Cody's fault. Whether he is in love with Robin or not, however he feels in his mind and heart and conscience, it does not matter. As Cody cruelly reminds his wives when they complain, they signed up for this. Cody, too, signed up for this. And it's his responsibility as a husband and a father to give all his wives equal time and investment and attention And it's his responsibility in this situation to make sure all his wives still feel they matter the same as they did before Robin. So this is on Cody dropping the ball because he's a fool. I get he was in love, but that doesn't excuse him holding up his end of what he signed up for with his wives. Christine says, Cody makes everyone feel safe and secure with the transition when he brings other wives in. That's not what went down on the show. Christine says she felt she would be replaced as Cody's companion and best friend. Christine says on the show she knows some women only want the man and not the family. She says she feared Cody was replacing their family with Robin and her kids. And all that has come to fruition. If Cody was handling the transition so well, would Christine be voicing all of these things? Would the wives have been so upset on emotional roller coasters when Robin got the grandest honeymoon of them all? The way Cody wanted to handle that was to avoid calling his wives to avoid their emotions. And Robin had to push him to call right away when he went on that honeymoon. Cody doesn't handle anything well. He can't even ride his motorcycle with a helmet to not get killed if he gets sideswiped going to the mechanic shop knowing he had 20 plus dependents. I think the issue with Robin is Cody was head over heels for her. She was his favorite from the start, even before the marriage, and Cody gushed about it. He made it clear, and I don't think Christine really felt she got inadequate time. He probably gave Robin more time than most potential sister wives would get. His wives got less time, but I think what Christine noticed and why nothing Cody did was sufficient is the lack of investment Cody had with her and his other original wives. Cody was all in with Robin. He was completely invested. And the wives could sense Cody being there, phoning it in like he had to turn in his math homework. This was a chore to him he had to do to be there with those wives. He didn't want to be there. He was less invested. And Christine probably felt that in her intuition, in her gut. She says she felt she was putting the blame on Cody as if he was the only one who should make the effort, as if she is at fault for not trying. But if a husband takes on another wife, it's his responsibility, even if he has less time, to be as invested and attuned with each wife, particularly in times when the wives feel his lack of investment And that maybe Cody is there physically with them during their time, but he isn't all in. He isn't attuned to them. He's phoning it in out of obligation to assuage them. That's on him to work on his mindset, not on his wives. They don't deserve less investment from Cody just because he's in love with Robin. And maybe everything Cody did was insufficient Not because Christine was being completely unreasonable, but because deep down she knew Cody wasn't invested from the heart during his time with her. It was just his obligation to be there. And she felt that. She felt he probably personally didn't want to be there. And I'm sure Christine knew that. She felt that in her gut, in her mind, in her conscience, in her intuition, in my opinion. During that period, Christine 
wasn't fun to be around. Eventually, Cody had enough. Christine was venting to him about feeling shortchanged, and Cody told her he wanted his best friend back and that he needed her and that he wanted her back. He missed her, he said, with tears in his eyes. When Christine realized he wasn't being hurtful, which she says was so stupid of her to think, she began to think and to change and to take her own advice that she gave to other women struggling with jealousy to choose not to be jealous, to just get over herself and to understand it's just a part of the lifestyle. Cody was frustrated because Christine used to be convenient and easy for him. And he wanted this convenient woman who didn't make trouble back for him. So he would not be inconvenienced by Christine and her feelings. Rather than Cody trying to adapt his behavior and validate his wives who are struggling, making it clear that he understands, making a conscious effort to have full investment in each relationship, he asked Christine basically to keep sweet and be how she was before all this. So this hell could just be over for him, in my opinion, because that's what he cared about, making it easy for him, convenience for himself. Christine changed, taking her advice to choose not to be jealous and to get over herself, to get over her weakness. She felt normal human emotions. She felt normal discontent that any woman would feel in her position. And she went back to her indoctrination and the mentality she grew up with and she just shoved it down and tried to accept it because Cody showed her emotion. That emotion in Cody's tears may have made Christine feel that she mattered to him. It may have been a reassurance, but I don't think that Cody had those tears and that emotion out of his love for Christine. I don't think that it was about the sadness that he was causing to Christine or feeling bad about the distress that he was causing her. This was Cody being frustrated, not wanting to be inconvenienced by the hell he created. This, in my opinion, was Cody trying to cajole Christine into just being the way she used to be, trying to get her to just keep sweet. Christine had a right to feel upset and shortchanged, and rather than Cody addressing that and validating her feelings, and rather than Cody making more of an effort at being invested in Christine, he begged for her to shove it down and be the way she used to be so this would all go away for him, and that's sad. During that period, Christine felt she was taking her insecurity and unhappiness out on Cody. She learned from her kids, she says. Christine gives the example of her kids whining and complaining, as all children do. Her kids would nitpick and pester her over the smallest things. When her kids tested her to the max and she could no longer be around them, she would send the kids to their rooms. Christine realized what her kids did to her, she did to Cody. She decided she needed to stop harassing Cody and making demands of him. Christine realized she had to love Cody and let him love her because she missed her best friend too. Christine isn't the problem and maybe she was slightly antagonistic or a little angry or emotional and maybe she demanded more of Cody, but Cody should have validated her feelings. Christine just wanted to feel that Cody understood and that she mattered the same to Cody as she always did. She wanted to see that Cody was making an effort to make her feel she mattered. She wanted to feel that she mattered as much as Robin and that he was as invested in her still as he was in Robin. The issue is Cody gushed about Robin and he made it clear she mattered most. And then Christine and Mary and Janelle also got less time from Cody and their time that he did spend what little they got felt like an obligation for Cody. They felt him distance and be less invested because he probably didn't really want to be there. 
but he knew he was obligated to turn in that homework. And in a lifestyle where the crumbs from your husband keep the emotional suffering at bay and the crumbs keep you feeling motivated to stay in and stable and secure and those crumbs give you a sense of well-being that all is well, to keep going despite the constant emotional stress, now they get less. And Cody probably seemed disinterested or resentful of having to be there in the time they did get. He was probably very resentful of having to be there when he didn't want to be. Christine's emotions were logical. Her jealousy was normal. Her struggles were completely rational. And she felt like she was the problem. And Cody didn't want to do the work as Christine's husband. So he just showed some emotion and he was basically asking her to shove it down and just be his best friend again. And the tears to Christine made her feel like he cared, like she still mattered. So she shoved it down, but it doesn't make it go away. And Cody just wanted this hell to end. He didn't actually do anything differently or make any changes. He didn't make the effort. Nothing really changed other than Christine feeling, I better shove this down and keep sweet. I need to overcome my weakness. I need to be better. It's on me, not Cody. And that's sad. Christine says it's been a big change for her to go from the one in the family people could rely on for holidays and family meals to being the dependent one. Christine had to ask her sister wives to cover some of her duties when she struggled with postpartum depression and her issues with Cody taking on Robin. Christine's sister wives organized family trips and meals to help her out. They would take care of the little kids during the day. Christine leaned on her sister wives as she rebuilt her inner strength. Christine and Mary have come a long way in repairing their relationship, but Christine is still hurting. Christine is very open now with Cody and her sister wives, about where she stands emotionally, she's clear about what she needs from them, and she's clear about what she can do and what she can't. Christine says she needs everyone's patience and understanding, and everyone is all very supportive of her now. As the family became more settled, Cody became more available to them as a group. Cody takes a leadership role in the day-to-day concerns that were once Christine's chosen obligations. Well, let's remember when Christine was overwhelmed and she initially went to Cody for help, he told her he couldn't help. She had to uphold her end of the deal. She signed up for this. It took Christine having severe postpartum depression and struggling deeply with the courtship to the point where it severely affected her emotional stability and well-being for Cody to pitch in, and I doubt it was to a huge extent. Christine says this situation with Cody in a leadership role is more appropriate, and he's made the transition wonderfully, and that speaks to Cody's level of emotional maturity that he's achieved over the years. The emotional maturity of the man who calls his family an obstacle to his goals in life That man who can't even have a mature conversation where he can look his son in the eye and reassure him and love him when his son goes to him to beg his dad to have a relationship with him and when Cody instead deflects on his wives, that man isn't emotionally mature in my opinion. The man who asks his daughter if she will become a bitter old housewife if he doesn't attend her major surgery The man who tries to deter her from a required surgery by reminding her of the ugly scar she will have. Is that man emotionally mature? The man who whistles at his wives like they are dogs to get their attention in frustration? He's totally emotionally mature. Definitely, totally. Christine thinks Cody gets overwhelmed quicker than she does with running the household. However, Cody has learned to listen to all of them. Really, 
Like when Christine wanted to talk to Cody when he said intimacy was over and he had no interest in it. And Christine wanted to talk and perhaps compromise. And Cody suggested she be a good sister wife to his wife, Robin. Is that listening well? What about when Christine told Cody she hated the lifestyle behind closed doors and Cody was angry with her? Or when during Cody and Mary's 20th wedding anniversary, he told Mary he didn't ever even want to put himself in his wife's shoes because then it makes him feel like he has fault or the lifestyle is problematic and he doesn't want to feel like a hypocrite. Is that emotionally mature to just ignore emotions that are inconvenient for you? Did it sound like Cody listened to Mary? Mary even said when she addresses her emotions and the struggle she goes through with Cody's courtship to Robin, rather than understand he's impatient. And when Mary tries to address it and discuss her emotions to help Cody understand, his go-to phrase is, he told her, She signed up for this. That's his go-to line when his wives try to inconvenience him with their emotional struggles. Cody doesn't listen. He isn't emotionally mature. He buries his head in the sand. He shuts his wives down and he refuses to go there anytime they want to address their struggles because it's inconvenient. It's uncomfortable for him. And he buries his head in the sand sweeps it under the rug, he ignores it, hoping it will just go away. And when he is pressed, he says, you signed up for this. Remember that it's your problem, not mine. Christine says, Cody has learned to take their wants and needs into consideration. And he applies them to the overall picture. And Christine is glad to take a back seat as Cody takes charge. With the intimacy situation, Cody ignored Christine's needs and he tried to use sex, her needs, as a leverage to modify her sister-wife relationship with Robin. Is that considering Christine's wants and needs and applying it to the overall picture? Instead, he took a need of Christine's intimacy, a cornerstone of any marriage, a sign of connection and love and affection, He knew he could get intimacy elsewhere, and he told Christine, who has no other options, never again. When she wanted to discuss it, he said, but we'll see after you are a better sister wife to Robin. Is that applying their wants and needs to the overall picture or withholding one wife's needs to leverage her to meet the wants of another wife, the favorite wife? With the move to Utah. Did Cody listen and was he emotionally mature about the situation? He listened to Christine privately. He supported her. He was enthused. He mentioned wanting to move back to Utah several times along the way. When Christine proposed it to the group, Cody shriveled like balls in a swimming pool. His spine withered away. He became a coward. He threw Christine under the bus. She expected Cody's support. Instead, he flipped the script to avoid the wrath of his other wives because it was inconvenient to him. Even though he knew it was unfair to Christine and a betrayal of sorts, he made Christine seem emotionally unhinged when she was devastated by Cody's sudden reversal when he opposed her in the group setting with the move to Utah. He mentioned that she went from happy to angry and sad in seconds and he didn't get why she was behaving this way he was trying to make her appear unstable when she reacted that way because she was shocked by cody's lack of support when privately he was incredibly enthused and on the same page as christine about utah is that a person who listens who is emotionally mature or a coward with no backbone or emotional maturity trying to paint Christine as the unstable one, pretending he can't understand her strong, unreasonable, emotional reaction. He knows he is the one who changed his stance with no warning to Christine. And then he threw her under the bus some more each time he talked to the wives, 
making a point of how emotional Christine was, as if it came from nowhere. Christine writes, Although Cody is a stronger man than he's ever been and grows more and more reliable each day, I feel a lack of stability in our own relationship. I can only blame myself and my insecurities for this. I will get through this only when I've strengthened my relationship with God. This will return my confidence to me. Then all of the jealousy will vanish and everything will fall into place. I know that this will happen because our family is incredibly strong. I've seen a lot of polygamous families in my life and ours is the bomb. My own insecurities pale in comparison to our collective strength. In the long run, I know my struggles are temporary. I have an amazing husband who is my best friend and I have three truly incredible sister wives. Although there have been some rough periods, I never dreamed that it would be this great. Of all the examples of plural families I've seen, ours is truly the best. In my opinion, Cody obviously isn't reliable. Just look at how he handled the pandemic and his inability to show up when it counts as a husband and a father. Look how Cody refused to attend Isabel's surgery, and he wasn't there for the recovery after either. He isn't reliable, not as a husband or as a father. Christine blames herself for the lack of stability in her relationship, and she thinks when she strengthens her relationship with God, the relationship with Cody will improve, and all of her emotional struggles and jealousy will vanish into thin air. She also mentions that their polygamist family is the best of all she has ever seen. If the Browns are the best example of a polygamist family that there is, that's not a selling point. That only proves how toxic the lifestyle is. I think it's sad that Christine believes if she strengthens her relationship with God, her relationship will magically improve. And all her emotional struggles, her insecurity and jealousy, and all the toxic suffering inherent with the lifestyle will just fade away. That connects back to the FLDS study on Angel Park by Professor Yankowiak. Remember we learned that in the faith it is believed that insecurity, jealousy, envy, competition, any negative emotions a human battles with, that are magnified by the lifestyle, that are just natural human emotions, are perceived as weaknesses to overcome, to become the best person you can be. That's the purpose of polygamy, to overcome the weaknesses like God wants you to and to achieve harmonious familial love. So because Christine was so indoctrinated in the faith from birth, she believed she had weaknesses. It was on her to overcome because she didn't love God enough. She didn't have a good enough relationship with God. And because she didn't have a strong enough relationship with God and she wasn't faithful enough, that's why she felt these things. That's why her relationship struggled, because she wasn't good with God. In that study, the professor mentions the women in Angel Park feeling they suffered from some deficiency inherent in them, some fault, some evil in them, and there must be something wrong with them. They were inept and they weren't faithful enough or devout enough. And that's why they could not overcome these weaknesses that are natural and normal to every human being. And that's why they suffered because they didn't love God enough. And I think Christine placing the blame on herself for feeling these emotions and for her unstable relationship. And Christine mentioning when she strengthens her relationship with God, only then will it be resolved. That reflects what the professor found in the women of the FLDS community of Angel Park. Imagine what it feels like to feel natural, normal, reasonable human emotions and then to feel there are weaknesses to overcome and that you experience that, that the natural human emotions you are experiencing are weaknesses, 
even when it's completely rational to feel that way and that you're feeling that way and experiencing these weaknesses and struggling to overcome them because you don't love God enough. You are weak and feeble and you must overcome it. You must overcome natural human emotions and instincts. You must love God more to overcome it and to be your best as God wants for you. And when you struggle and you shove it down and you struggle some more, you are told you are weak and deficient and inept and maybe you don't love God enough. You are not devout enough. Then these women feel there is something deeply wrong with them that causes them to be so weak and so wicked. When it's really normal human emotions, any woman would feel in a polygamous relationship. It's a huge mindfuck, and when you're indoctrinated in this faith, you have to learn to understand you are not weak. This is a normal feeling. These are normal emotions. And I'm sure all of the learning and the deprogramming and all of these processes causes you in some way to resent God. And it probably is very heavy and very difficult to heal from. I can't imagine when I think about it, the main feeling I get in my guts of how these women feel is just suffocation, like the walls closing in. It cannot be easy in any way, shape, or form to heal and recover from this. And I am so happy for Christine that she left the faith and that she left Cody and that she is living her best life with her kids in Utah. That does it for this episode. To my YouTube viewers, please like and subscribe if you appreciate the content. And if you like, let me know your thoughts on all things Sister Wives in the comments section. Look out this week for the next episode of my Sister Wives Rewatch, Season 16, Episode 2, Four Wives, Three Fires. And next week, I'll be back with the next episode of Book Club on the first half of Chapter 8 on Robin the next episode of Seeking Sister Wife, and more. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys soon. Bye.